Internet. I'm Alex. I'm Emily. And I'm Levi. And this is what we talk about when we talk about Trivia 6. Nope. Harry Potter and the Order of the Fiend 6. What is this? Closing time by the band Semisonic. It's not Third Eye Blind. Can you believe it? This is what we talk about when we talk about a podcast about pop culture and the big pictures around it. We are in our final off season, closing things out, but we wanted to do one more trivia because that's something we've been doing since season two. And so this is a comprehensive, no holds barred trivia that is anything we have talked about on this show as a topic, I will say it's fair game. If we went on a tangent in an episode, that doesn't count slash I didn't listen to episodes to find those things. But anything that's been talked about, it is going to be asked about maybe. Does anybody know what holds get barred first? Like, what are the first holds to go when holds are barred? Probably the ones that, like, asphyxiate, Asphyxiate or, like, can damage your your ligaments. Can I do a little bit of scene setting here? Yes. Okay. First thing is that uh, I have a cough. I'm sorry if my voice sounds bad. I'm going to try to harmonize with her coughs. Two, uh, Levi and I are just coming right on the heels of the, I don't know what word to use. I was going to say something like transcendent, but that's not really true. Experience of uh, we just met Kyle McLaughlin yeah, at was, a wine bar in Northwest was, Portland. It was everything that I hoped it would we be. We knew he would be there. It was like a, an event. It wasn't just like he happened to be there. It wasn't a happen, happenstance. Yeah. He, he, sa- he makes wine. Yes. And produces wine and, and uh, was was out doing a wine tasting here in Portland. So I think that I was just going to say, I think that having a having a cold is making my voice worse. But yes. probably I'm also a little bit, you know, better than usual jazzed. because I just met Kyle McLaughlin. So probably evens out. The third thing I'm, I want to say, yeah. this is the last one, I promise, is that at the end of this one, I'm going to finally tell you guys where I get all my trivia from, which I was, I've never been willing to reveal which is, my I'm source. Just gonna oh, be, yeah. I'm just going to be rushing through all my questions because I can't wait to find out. I know. You've been waiting. been waiting on, on tenterhooks this whole time. All right. All these years. <laughs> well, with that said, should we just get into it? Let's, Let's do it. Go. Okay, now, I don't know about you guys. I wrote my questions in order that they came up in on the show. That's very organized of you. I kind of did that, and then I didn't. Because one I didn't, time... <laughs> and also, I focused more definitely on the last season, because we hadn't done trivia about any of that. That's yet. fair. I thought about just doing season six, but I was like, no, I want to ask you guys about stuff we haven't talked about in like a year. It's not all of mine, but there's a little in there. I, okay. I, made, I made the unforgivable faux pas of I was going to search for Star Wars prequels, which was in the first season, and search Star Trek trivia. No, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> just kidding what? what i no i confused myself i was looking for time travel trivia oh. okay and came up with a star trek question uh-huh. and then was like oh star trek season six uh, episodes for us yeah mm-hmm. um and i i thought to myself did i just search star trek instead of star wars and i was judging myself harshly uh-huh. as uh, you should and but then i realized my mistake yourself. and i forgave myself before but then i was judging myself again mm. Mm. cycle it's a, it's a vicious cycle all right guys so First question for me, Ocarina of Time, which was season one. Which of the following masks did not transfer from Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask? Oh. Was it the Keaton Mask, the Mask of Truth, the Gerudo Mask, or the Zora Mask? The Mask of Truth. The Gerudo Mask. It was the Gerudo Mask. You haven't even played Majora's Mask. Can we keep score? Yes. I don't want to keep score. Oh, we're going to finally keep score this time? Okay. Emily is making a scoreboard on the back of her answers. I don't know that this is a good precedent. I won't announce it unless it comes up. Yeah. Should I go next or should Levi go next? Why don't you go next? Okay. In 2000, UNICEF appointed a fictional non-human mouthpiece. Was it 
Superman, the spokes hero. Wait, wait, wait. What, what is episode this is this tied yeah. to? We didn't do a UNICEF episode. Okay, all of these options are tied into one of our categories. Okay. Oh. Superman, the spokes hero. Spock, the spokes alien. Fievel, the spokes mouse. Or Casper, the spokes ghost. UNICEF. Uh-huh. Spock the space alien is my guess. A dead, a a dead child. A dead child feels off brand. Casper might not be a good choice, unless they're going dark. But um, like trying to cheer it up. This was two thousand. The year two thousand. I'm gonna say Superman. Uh, the correct answer is Fievel the spokes mouse. Interesting. In two thousand. Yes, in when, the year two thousand. When Fievel was <laughs> hella twenty relevant. years old. Uh, apparently, they thought you know this is a good like uh, why uh, sort of mascot for displaced children. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Listen, that's good. And Casper would have been, again, a dark I thought, choice. I thought that two, the, the 2000 detail would throw you off. Yeah, Do I absolutely. get a point if I get one that you Ooh, guys don't yeah, get? Yeah, sure, if you sure. stump a both stump. hosts, you get a point. Uh, point for me. Yeah, I think that I'm going to go with with a 1984 American tale. So okay. not quite 20 years. Anyway, mm. is, is my guess. Okay. Anyway, all right. My first question, coming from season one, we discussed The Lord of the Rings. Uh, this is a just deep, Tolkien poll. Mm-hmm. What kind of creatures are the spawn of Ungoliant? Does anybody know off the top of their head? I have options. Please give us yeah, the options. options. Okay, options. A, hill giants. B, uruk Oh, come on. Somebody's trying to call me right now. <laughs> Decline. All right. A, hill giants. B, uruk C, giant spiders. Or D, flying fell beasts. And what was the word again? The spawn of Ungoliant. I spiders. Think, I think spiders. It is spiders. Yeah. Where it comes up in the Lord of the Rings is obviously when they're talking about Shelob, right? Naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from- That's a but, thing I'm but familiar Ungoliant's with. Ungoliant's a whole character in uh, in the Silmarillion. If you, anyhow. Yeah. All right. Question two, also from season one, the Blair Witch Project. Yes. In fiction, who owned the house that, ta- that appears towards the end of the first movie? And I have options if you need them. I need options. Was it Ellie Kedward, Rustin Parr, Eileen Treacle or Heather Donahue? Okay, I think it's Rustin Parr. Heather Donahue is definitely the, is the Heather, girl. Right? Uh, that first name also sounds familiar. I think I'm going up. with Eileen. With Eileen Treacle? Yeah. It was Rustin Parr. Yes. Oh, Eileen good job. is the little girl who got pulled into the river. Ah. Uh, by the ghost are those, hand. Are those all names from the movie? Mm hmm. Ellie Kedward is the Blair Witch. Way to go. This one I don't have options for. Okay. But I probably should have. We'll see how we're just we gonna go. have to ballpark. We'll do we'll do prices right rules. Okay. How much did a last minute voice acting choice cost DreamWorks when making Shrek? Bonus point, I guess, if you get what the Oh, I know what it was. Okay. It was that Mike Myers decided to use an accent and wanted to redo all of his dialogue. Yes. And this was after they had already recorded like two thirds of the movie with yes. Chris Farley. Well, and also again with Mike Myers. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Is that they recorded most of it, then recorded it with Mike Myers, and then he wanted to do it again, and they recorded it a second time. I also learned that um, Mike Myers—they didn't tell Mike Myers that Chris Farley had been the original voice, but he did come in and see the like the animation work that had been done based on Chris Farley, and was like, "Oh, oh it's Chris Farley." Uh, I'm going to guess for a number. I'm gonna say ten million. One dollar, please. <laughs> Okay, if we're going prices right, rolls, Levi, Levi wins. Now, how off was Levi? Who can play the game? I mean, four million. You kind of split the difference. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I know that I know this number, and I can't remember if it's one of those like, oh, it's millions, but in movies, it's not a big amount, or if right. it's like, oh, no, that was catastrophic. And also, apparently, that's what the studio said, but Mike Myers says it wasn't that much. Okay. They didn't pay me that much. <laughs> um, okay, so from season six, Harry Potter movies. I'd, I just put Harry Potter as like a general category, yeah. and yeah. I wound up finding a question regarding the movies um this is specifically in the film 
the Chamber of Secrets, Mm -hmm. what is Gilderoy Lockhart doing in the large portrait behind him in his office? Painting Mm. a picture of himself. Oh, that's totally it. Correct answer. Painting a portrait of himself. Absolutely. That's a point for Alex because I would not have guessed that. The options are riding a dragon, catching the golden snitch, playing the bagpipes. Bonus fact, uh, in Sorcerer's Stone, does Harry ever cast a spell? In all of Sorcerer's Stone? In the movie. I mean, I feel like this is a trick question. Like, it, like the answer has to be no. Right. It is no. That's Which fascinating. Which is kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, obviously he does magic. He yeah. Glass be mm-hmm. He winds out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but wait, wait, we don't even see him casting a spell in Classman Learning. Apparently not. He doesn't even do a Wingardium Leviosa, huh? Yeah. Which, again, this is, uh, you know, based on my rapid research on the internet. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to watch for that next time. All right. Next question. From off season one, the, uh, the episode Ryan has a lot of feelings about anime. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to do a Dragon Ball Z question. Yes. <laughs> which is, true or false, Majin Buu, after his death, reincarnates as a human named Oob. I'm going for true. True. Correct. Gosh. Oh, man. I used to watch Dragon Ball Z hmm. like... Bonus just... point. Can you spell oob? O-O-B. O-U-B. U-U-B. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z just at like random times when it would come on. I never yeah. tried watching all the way through it, and I was constantly absolutely confused as oh, to what was happening. Oh, it's a confusing show. I love it, though. I'm going to rewatch it soon. Okay, I've got a Riverdale question here for you guys. Uh, KJ, Jason Blossom. KJ Appa did actually get injured in one, doing one uh, one scene in, in Riverdale. It's going to be something dumb. Yes, I've given you four dumb options. Okay. Awesome. Uh, fighting t- Also, these are my very detailed uh, remem- remembrances of this show. Okay. Fighting 10 randos to accomplish something. Okay. <laughs> Punching through the frozen river to probably rescue somebody. Uh, regular boxing training or running away from a bear? I think it's punching through the river. I'm going to say regular boxing training. Uh, Levi is correct. Punching <sighs> through the river. That was my first guess, but then I was like... He actually for... broke a finger and it took him 20 minutes to realize it and then he still didn't tell anybody. Oh, yeah. Because he was like, that was dumb. Oh, you see, no, my thought of a dumb thing is like your character is supposed to be a boxer. The idea that you like broke yeah. your wrist while, <laughs> while training is too good Whoa. to pass up. All right, folks. Uh, Twin Peaks season one. Here we go. Twin Peaks from our our podcast season one. Okay. Shout out again to the lovely Kyle McLaughlin. Thanks for the wine. He didn't give us the wine. No, we had to we, pay for we it. We paid money he for probably it. Made it, it wasn't tonight. like a Catholic church where he was just like pouring it into your mouth. Well, they don't pour it into your mouth, but they hold a glass <laughs> for you. I haven't been to Catholic church a lot, but I that's not my experience. They hold the cup for you while you drink. Sure, but it's not the same yeah, thing like as pouring the, it into your mouth. The wipe. Anyway, so... What is the population listed on the Welcome to Twin Peaks sign? Ooh. I've got options. Okay, yes. thank you. A, 51,201. B, 5,506. C, 14,801. Or D, 71,202. 5,000. Uh, I'm going to go with A. It is A. 51,000 people supposedly started, live in that a, town. There yes. was a prominent five. That and also, is, I remember being like, really? No, was, but also, that's nonsense and compared it was to what an, we see of that it show. Was a, it was an intentional choice, apparently, by the showmakers. To, to have a 51,000 person logging town? Yeah. I remember because because uh, I was that's roughly the size of the town that I grew up in, although Twin Peaks is supposed to be kind of isolated. Yeah. Whereas the town that I grew that up in was too, one an isolated of town of 51,000. 
But that's, yeah, that is, it does seem like they didn't maybe plan that out quite as much as Not some other things about the show. Maybe they did. I don't, I mean, you said it was intentional. All right. From our Sad Comedians episode, Chris Farley, in how many- What ev- season was that? Uh, that was season two, I think. Okay, yeah. In how many SNL episodes did Chris Farley play motivational speaker Matt Foley? Four. I was going to say three. It was eight. Okay. okay. And then Matt Foley appeared a ninth time as Melissa McCarthy. That's nice. I'm not going to give either of us a point for that. That's oh, right. I didn't say. Alex, t- I, I didn't say. Alex Jeff, gets a point. I didn't say. Price oh yes, rules. then Alex gets a point. I thought it was one of those things where it's like, oh, I just remember this character so much, I, but it was only that's, only three that's times. That's what I thought, and then I looked it up, yeah. and it was like, oh, here's eight separate episodes where that character. That's quite appeared. a bit. Okay, which role on Buffy did Ryan Reynolds turn down? Angel, Spike, Riley, or Xander? I'm gonna go with Riley. I'm gonna go with actually, yeah, Riley. Xander. Xander. Yeah. Yeah, he was a comedian, a comedic uh, Katie actor Katie Holmes first. turned down no, Buffy. No, well, yeah, that's the thing is I, I was trying to think of like when his career, because like the other thing is I don't know when Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place happened, and so that would have been conflicting shoots, so it didn't make sense for him to do like early Buffy, because I assume that's when those shows overlapped. But probably not, yeah. So, I have no idea. Yeah, interesting. Mm. You give okay. yourself a point? Yes, I did. This is a twofer. Okay. Uh, covering both Star Trek from season six and time travel from season one. In the movie Star Trek First Contact, which enemy faction travels back in time to take over the Earth? A, the Romulans, B, the Borg, C, the Klingons, or D, the Holodeck? In First Contact. I, I believe it's the Borg. Yeah. You're both correct. Yay! Nice. I, I do like I was, the holodeck, though. That's a very good... The holodeck traveled back... Because no, the holodeck the was constantly trying with, to take over the... With it's how true. bonkers that show got and how many times the holodeck malfunctions, the idea that it is sentient and angry AI... I mean, that's where we got the I whole Moriarty thing. angry AF. <laughs> <laughs> Why? so mad at me. <laughs> All right, Titanic. Ooh, bummer. To make his film, which scale of ship did James Cameron have built? Was it quarter, half two-thirds or full oh boy i hope it was full size but i don't think it was i think it was um half i'm going with two-thirds it was full really yeah they built a scale model did they break it down or is it still out there somewhere i think they broke it down because i don't think it was actually like seaworthy a a, a ship if i remember right they bought a section of oceanfront in mexico and like floated it in the water for the purposes of filming but like it's not something you should take on the ocean well that makes sense okay Wally Shawn, who played Vizzini in The Princess Bride, yes. took a day off from filming to lecture at Oxford. True or false? True. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. I just want to throw that in there. That's, no, nice. that's very fun. They were talking one. about how like, he was really nervous. He was really nervous the whole time playing Vizzini because uh, originally they had cast, they wanted Danny DeVito. Right, right. And he was like, I can't live up to Danny DeVito doing this role. Uh, but also apparently he is actually brilliant and went to Harvard and got a graduate degree from Oxford huh. and uh, went back to lecture there nice. on, you know, uh, something about literature while they were filming the movie. All right. Assassin's Creed from season two. What time period? So, and this is, listen, this is a fact that I read in an interview one time and <laughs> may right. not, may have been rescinded. Okay. May, anyway, uh, what time period have the creators of Assassin's Creed said fans always request, but they have never, they never planned to do? World War II oh, or modern yeah. era because of cars and guns. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> World War II. Correct. They also said that about feudal Japan. Oh, uh, why not feudal Japan? Just because everybody wants it and it's boring oh. to them. Interesting. But I do think that 
they probably will at some point because they're going to run about ideas. Yeah. Like I do agree with them that the idea of like machine guns and cars kind of ruins it. But yeah, but, and then they but they've done guns. They did, but they they're doing like powder loaded like single yeah. shot. Cuz there's like a revolutionary. Yeah, there's a revolutionary one. one. Right? There's there's also like Dickensian era. Mm, yeah. But yeah, all the guns are like literally Industrial you have revolution. a shot and then you have to like run and hide and reload. Is it weird that we like, okay, there's, you know, Victorian era or like Regency era or whatever, but then Dickens gets his own. He wasn't a king. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird. What is it? Edwardian? Probably. Uh, anyhow. Is it my turn? Yeah. It's my turn. Sure okay. Is. I'm going to give you four descriptions of creatures and okay. you're going to tell me which one of these is actually a mind flayer. This is both D&D <laughs> okay. and Stranger Things. Okay. Is it a xenophobic floating being covered in eyes with a fanged mouth? A two-faced baboon demon with reptilian legs and spiked tentacles for arms? A large black puma with tentacles out of its shoulders with the ability to project its own image? Or a member of an ancient race of psionic Cthulhu-faced humanoids? And which, we're guessing which of these is? A mind flayer. Uh, I'm going with baboon. I'm going with puma. So the baboon is a demogorgon. Okay. And the puma is a displacer beast. Okay. Wow. The Cthulhu face psionic ancient species is the actual mind flayer. Ah, uh, that's that's the one that I like wanted to believe. But then I was like, what if it's just some like They kind of look like Zoidberg <laughs> is the best way I can describe them. Well, it's sure. it's a very uh not generous description of them. In Avengers Endgame. An attendee of Steve's support group becomes the first openly gay character in the MCU by mentioning his husband. Who plays this character? It's somebody that you'd be like, oh. Do we have options? No. <laughs> okay, that. it's, that's, I feel like would give it away. Um, I feel like if you, if you knew, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that is who that was. But seriously, <laughs> I, I don't have. Josh Gad. <laughs> it's uh, not an actor. Oh. But it's somebody connected to Marvel. It's not Stanley. I guess that's also kind of a yeah. It's not Lou Ferrigno. It's not John Favreau. Is it Kevin Feige? 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 You're close, but no. That's my best guess. Oh wait, no, I got one more. Is it one of the Russo brothers? I was just gonna say that. Yes. Oh, 50, I don't know. Fifty. I don't know their first names. Neither of it. Really? Yeah, I don't remember huh. them. Anthony. It's not that one. <laughs> is that one of them? That is one of them. Who's the other? Daniel. Nope. Oh, David? come on, guys. His name's Joe. Joe, Joe? Russo. <laughs> okay. Right. No, I did know Joe Russo. Listen, it's hard enough for me to remember that it's Matt and Ross stuff for doing Stranger Things. And those are one <laughs> syllable names. Well, yeah. I didn't know those. I had to take a... a I'm not minute. giving myself a point for that one because I probably should have given up. Or, or do all three of us get points? <laughs> I, uh, I definitely... Sorry, I had to figure out who the Russo brothers were today <laughs> when there was an announcement that Love Grossman yeah. is working on a new sci-fi series uh, with the Russo brothers. But yeah. I was like, who are they again? <laughs> I recognize those names. Uh-huh. Apparently not the first names. Yeah. That's what happens when you only work together. All right, folks. Uh, Uncharted from our off-season uh, 2.5. Uh-huh. What actor ran a Twitter campaign to be cast as Nathan Drake in an Uncharted movie? Is it A, Dylan McDermott? Oh, no. Oh, no. B, Mark Wahlberg. C, Nathan Fillion. Or D, Tom Holland. Nathan Fillion. It sounds like something Nathan Fillion would do. Because Tom Holland did get cast. It is Nathan Fillion. Okay, yes. thank you so Mark, much for not making that question. Dylan Dave, McDermott. David Duchovny. David Duchovny. 
Uh, all of whom I think look like Nathan Drake. Oh, yeah. And all of whom are not the same person. Right. And Mark Messina. Oh, uh, anyway, no, the Mark Wahlberg was also previously attached to a, a project for oh, I Uncharted didn't know that. at some Interesting. point. So that's why he was on the list. Interesting. All right. So this next question, I'm going to read it. It's about The Simpsons. And then you guys can decide if you want the hard answers to choose from or the easy ones. The easy ones, please. What game does Bart shoplift from the try and save in the season seven episode, Marge Be Not Proud? <laughs> what does he try and shoplift? It's it's a video a game. Video oh. game. Okay. Strippers from Mars. <laughs> I have options. There's yeah. easy okay. options and there's hard options and then there's strippers from Mars, <laughs> which is the unnecessary self-inflicted difficulty level. Uh-huh. Okay, so you want you want you both agree that you want the easy ones? Are the hard ones funnier? No. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I want the easy ones. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. I want you to do your jokes if that's what you're doing. But is it Larry the Looter, the Android's Dungeon, Bone Storm, or Super Slugfest? I'm going with Larry the Looter. I'm going with Super Slugfest. It was Bone Storm. <laughs> Those are both games though that appear in the Androids. The Androids Dungeon is Comic Book Guy's store. Uh, now the hard options were Bloodstorm, Bone Squad, Bone Storm, and Bloodstorm Two, <laughs> which are all video games that are referenced in that episode. That's amazing. Because somebody is uh, this kid is there and buying Bone Storm, and his mom's like, "Don't you have that?" He's like, "No, I have Bloodstorm, Bone Squad, and Bloodstorm Two. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Okay, uh, which common text speak phrase did Facebook data scientists deem on its way out in 2015, according to their data? LOL, SMH, TBH, or Raffle? LOL. Wait, in what year? 2015. Raffle. Levi's correct, it's LOL. Hmm, because Raffle's already dead? Yes, and also I don't think they studied the other ones. That was just, those are ones that I made up. Okay. From our episode TV Pilots Season 3, true or false, the Mad Men pilot is the only episode filmed in New York. Oh, that I seems bet that's true. true. It is true. They filmed the rest of it in California. Yeah, that's always a bummer with pilots because the same thing with Twin Peaks where they filmed it in the it's area and then they were like, we can just build sets in LA. It's easier. Right. They'd still or- do like some shots. <laughs> right. Okay. So next question, SNL. Who was the first cast member to say live from New York at Saturday night? Was it Gilda Radner, Chevy Chase, John Belushi, or Jane Curtin? Well, I'm going to go with Jane Curtin. Gilda Radner. It was Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. I don't like that. I mean, I did pick exclusively season one performers. Yeah. Just wanted it to be, you know, somebody that I like. Honestly, I had this moment where I realized when I was a child watching Third Rock from the Sun, I had no idea that Jane Curtin had like started SNL and was mm-hmm. like one of the first people. And in my mind for the longest time, she was just Mary Albright. Like she was just yeah. that role. And I'm like, and my parents never corrected me <laughs> that like she has a much more illustrious oh, career. Right? Like that thing when you're like, oh, uh, I love. Yeah. I love so-and-so from this movie they did last year. And then was like, uh, they've been making movies for a decade. Where have you been? Uh okay. Which of these future stars did not appear on Arrested Development? Oh, okay. Army Hammer, Andy Samberg, Aaron Paul, Craig Robinson. I'm gonna go with Aaron Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul. You're both correct. I was trying to go with all A names and then I really I couldn't find a fourth one. So No, that was good though, because Craig honestly Robinson. I was like, I don't remember what Army Hammer looks like, much less in the early two thousands. And I don't remember I don't remember when Andy Samberg's on there. Oh, I don't remember. I just read this thing today, but I don't. It's like he's like uh, in. Nope, I don't remember. Yeah, anyway. Craig Robinson is auditioning against Tobias for something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I remember. Oh, Tobias! This one is 
again, according to, I don't know, one internet search. <laughs> All right. The top hit on an internet search. Uh-huh. Uh, and I will give the point to whoever gets most of these. Okay, okay great. Uh, what are the top five most common ingredients in pumpkin spice? Okay. You give me your five, you give me your wait, five. Wait, the top five ingredients, in, wait, in a pumpkin spice like latte or just pumpkin spice itself? In pumpkin spice itself. Ooh. Uh, do I get to go first? Sure. Okay. Cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, allspice, ginger. This is really hard. Um, <laughs> you know probably a lot more about baking than I do, though, so you might be in better shape for this. Okay, so I, I think cinnamon, allspice, clove, and nutmeg are right. I'm not sure about ginger. That's the one I was really waffling on, but I couldn't think of another um, fourth one. What would it be, though? Exactly. It's something... It, I'm, I can, like... And we're not counting, like, sugar, right? Sugar, why not? I don't think there's sugar, like, in pumpkin spice. I just... I think that's probably a very common way to make it, though. Sure. Uh, you're cr- absolutely correct. All yes. five uh, was ginger, which oh. is what, you know, Alex wanted to give himself to, but he just... Didn't you just felt like you had to go with something different? Well, and because I, I didn't want to just say, yeah, what Emily said, if we're competing <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's an MCU question. Name any of the Warriors three. I don't know what that means. It's I, uh, I Thor's do. gang. His uh, buddies. Uh, Sif is not one of them. I'll one tell of you them that is now. a girl. No, she's not. What? Sif, she's not one of the Warriors three. Oh. Yeah, it's like the the... The Asian dude and the pointy beard, Robin Hood mm-hmm. looking guy, and the big her burly, her yeah. burly dude. Now, can you name any of them? Uh, he just did. The, I don't understand. The immortal. Nope. Chaufrind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Emily, would you like to take a guess? Uh, cheerleader. What's her face? So and so. The ugly one. <laughs> uh, they are Fandral, Hogan, and Volstag. That's what I said. Okay, really slept on Hogan. It's it's G U N, so it's a little different. Okay. Uh, that said, I only found that one because when trying to find trivia about the MCU, I found a Sporkle logic puzzle, mm. and one of them was <laughs> "Who are the Warriors Three? Yeah, it, right. it was like, "Oh, the Warriors Three are in this column in alphabetical order," and I was like, "It would be cool if I remember their names." Guess I'm looking that up. Yeah. But okay. I'll link you guys to it. It was a very good puzzle. <laughs> okay. I do love those uh, Sporkle logic puzzles. What? Sorry, which famous, not at all a serial killer, Megan, is allegedly related to H.H. Holmes? Okay. Megan Markle, Megan Fox, Megan McCain, Megan Trainer. Related to H.H. Holmes? Uh huh. I'm going with Megan, Megan Trainer. Megan Markle. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, apparently, yeah. Wow. somebody who, who uh, has long claimed to be related to H.H. Holmes was doing mm. family research and was like, oh, I'm like, whatever earth cousins to Meghan yeah. Markle, which at this point is something you'd want to know about. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Puts you folks. in line for the throne, right? It doesn't. I don't think that it does. All right, folks. 24, the television yes. series mm-hmm. uh, from our podcast season four, including 24 Redemption. How many en- Emmys has 24 been nominated for? One. 63, <laughs> 73, 83, or 24? Oh, I hope it's 24. 63. I hope they got to 24 and stopped. It's not 24. Okay. It's not 63. It is 73 Dang. Emmys. Oh, wow. That was going to be my first guess, but then I was like, that's a little bit high. It's like nine, also, nine 
things to be um, I'm nominated. not going to lie. After that Harry Potter trivia you threw out, I half expected you to be like, what's the only number not shown in the first second slot? <laughs> <laughs> Beep. Beep. Okay. Now, I, I knowing the general vibe of Levi's final question for this thing, I don't feel bad about this one at all. Is Guy Fieri a Freemason? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going with yes. He is not. He has uh, a Freemason bummer. ring that people have seen. Uh, this is according to a Guy Fieri fan site that I found that was made <laughs> on like GeoCities, I think. That's amazing. Uh, but apparently the ring was his grandfather's, but he doesn't know if his grandfather was a Freemason. Okay, well... Or his grandfather just killed the Freemason in a duel, mm. in a cook-off. <laughs> okay, I really like this one. What did Russian bots want out of a coordinated Twitter campaign aimed at Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson? Have you guys heard about this? Oh, I've, no. I've heard many things about bots and Star Wars and Ryan Johnson. So there was specifically one hashtag that, okay. that many, many Russian bots yes. were tweeting at him in what seemed to be a coordinated okay. fashion. Hashtag save the Falcon. Hashtag kill BB-8. Hashtag back to Cloud City. Hashtag Hux lives. Hmm. Hux lives is my guess. Yeah, Hux lives. That's correct. Wow. Man, some people. I mean, those were all very good, though, because I was like, yeah, which of these would people have put on there? I'm glad you guys didn't go for kill BB-8. I mean, that was one that I considered for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This one is about the Olympics. Kind of. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> sports. There's right? five rings. Uh, Listen, you got to get something in. We've done so few sports episodes. You got to just pull season, wherever you can. Season four. Uh, when did someone first break the four-minute mile? Do we get years? Was it 1934, 1900, 1954, or 1976? 1934. 1954. It was 1954. Ooh, really? I only said that because I wanted Alex's, but I wanted to get something else. Okay. I could have sworn that it was Poor sooner, guy. but I guess once you get old-timey enough, everything kind of looks the same because I've seen a movie <laughs> about it. It was black and white. I don't know. The lab equipment kind of stalls out in production for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Which of the following alternate universe Spider-Men were cut from Into the Spider-Verse? Oh. Was it Ben Parker as Spider-Man, Australian Spider-Man, Spider's Man, or Spider-Man 2099? I hope it was Spider's Man. I'm going to say Australian Spider-Man. It was Australian Spider-Man. Dang. uh, Peter Porker actually mentioned Spider's Man. Spider-Man 2099 is that post-credit scene in the future. And then Ben Parker as Spider-Man wasn't even brought up. But Australian Spider-Man was going to actually be the first of them to die because he came from a different time zone. Oh. So they all thought that they had, you know, X amount of hours left. And for him, he was like 12 hours shifted. And so he was going <laughs> to like glitch to death in front of all of them. <laughs> That's very funny. And apparently they said they weren't sure how to animate it and it's it felt a little a too little dark. dark. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I read a uh, a thing about a poll to see which is the favorite Disney princess in each state. Okay, OLL, that kind of poll. Uh, yes. Uh, Moana was the t- favorite Disney princess in five states. I'm going to name six states. You tell me which one is Moana not. is not the favorite in. Those are just alphabetical. Alaska, Georgia, Hawaii, Louisiana, Michigan, Utah. I wasn't listening. What were those? Alaska, Georgia. Hawaii, Louisiana, Michigan, Utah. I'm going with Georgia. Hawaii. What? Yeah. Mulan. Mulan took Hawaii. Okay. Isn't that wild? That's really weird. 
I was like, oh yeah, it's question. definitely Alaska and Hawaii. What? I think Utah would have been my guess also of like, oh, this maybe because Utah's not known as like a particularly feminist state. It's oh, I was going to say a particularly movie. diverse state. <laughs> uh, keeping with the Disney theme. Yeah. Uh, Nothing against our listeners in Utah. No, Disneyland. Disneyland. Disneyland from season six. What was Main Street USA based on? I've got options. That would be great. Marceline, Missouri. Missouri. Uh, Walt's Imagination. Fort Collins, Colorado. Or Greenville, Illinois. What was the very first one? Marceline, Missouri. I think it's Fort Collins. Is that the Colorado one? Yep. Yeah. It is Fort Collins. However, Walt wanted, in his imagination, a city that encapsulated his hometown of Marceline, Missouri. And one of his lead Imagineers was like, here, let me draw you a picture of Fort Collins, Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) So those are both, right? More or less. Okay, cool. I like that. That's a good one. Okay. The Scooby-Doo series has long insisted that there's no such things as ghosts. Mm -hmm. But there are interdimensional spirits capable of possession in the established canon of (laughs) Scooby-Doo. True or false? I'm going to say false. True. It's true. And Uh, Scooby is is descended from them. Of course. What? Of course. Uh, All speaking animals are. Descended from them? Yes. Uh, They also, basically, the way that it pans out is that, like, they can only, like, enter into our world at certain times. And so, like, they possessed the Mayans. They possessed the Egyptians. Like, all of these great cultural feats that come up have always been them. Uh, This was on their newer, more adult uh, Mysteries Incorporated show. Wow. This is one of the questions that I have that I'm the most excited about. Because I did a question, I don't remember when, many rounds ago, yeah. uh, where I named pumpkin spice products yes. and had you guess which one was not real. Now, that episode was almost two years ago. Oh, so we've had a couple rounds of pumpkin spice since then. And I looked up some newer pumpkin spice products. This is an updated Trader version Joe's of this question. Okay. Trader Joe's puts I'm just it in warning everything. you, there are eight options oh, no. because I couldn't stop finding things. Here's what happened. For real, though. <laughs> Here's what happened is that I was trying to find something that there wasn't pumpkin spice of and I just kept Googling and like, nope, nope there's, there's a pumpkin, pumpkin spice sp- of that. That's how we got here. All okay. Right. Pumpkin spice Greek yogurt. Pumpkin spice gum. Pumpkin spice mayonnaise. Pumpkin spice Milano's. Uh, pumpkin spice jello pudding. Pumpkin spice wine. Pumpkin spice water. Pumpkin spice Pringles. Pringles. Water. Mayonnaise. Oh, really? There is pumpkin spice water and uh, pumpkin spice wine and pumpkin spice Pringles. The wine doesn't surprise me. The wine doesn't surprise me. The other three do. The mayonnaise actually felt like the most plausible. Well, and it was like, yeah, it has like some sriracha mayo. It's very good. I was like, no, they probably didn't. Well, (laughs) make a turkey sandwich with that. Maybe this (laughs) might be good. Well, I mean, listen, we're not that far away from fall. We're not that far away from pumpkin spice. Who knows what's happening this year? The food scientists are at work. All right, here's a low-hanging fruit question. Not necessarily knowing the answer, but in terms of creativity and coming up with a question. Board games from season six. What is a board game? Broadly considered the oldest board game. Shoots and ladders. Uh, Do you have options? Uh, Mancala. Is it Liubo, Go, Backgammon, or Senate? Go. Go. Yeah. It is Senate. Oh. oh. What's well, that? Leo, Liubo and Go are very ancient games from China. Senate was played uh, in pre-dynastic Egypt oh. over 3,000 years ago. Wow. wow. And people are still playing. Or over 3,000 BC, I think. I guess. Interesting. Okay, cool. 
Question 13, Animorphs. Yes. From our recent off-season. I'm ready. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Now, there are options here. So, Emily, if you hear the correct option, don't just blurt it out. Okay, Let okay. Levi hear all of them. Thank you for warning me. What is the name of the law that prevents Andalites from sharing their technology with less evolved species? Is it Ciro's Kindness, the Tax on Paradox, Aldreus Trust, or the Elemist Gambit? I'm going with Aldreus Trust. I'm going with Ciro's Kindness. It was Ciro's Kindness. Because Ciro is responsible for pretty much all of the events in the books in terms of like that war. Ah. Uh, Because the way that works is the Yerks were literally blind, defenseless slugs, and he uh, built them some tools that allowed them to like go around and took pity on them. And they used it to take over the universe. Yeah, they literally like they after he did that, the first thing they did was like wipe out his outpost. And now there's an intergalactic war because he was like, oh, these sad slugs. Sad. I mean, he couldn't have known, but no, also... No, he was doing a nice thing. Yeah, man, if there's anything to jade a society towards ever sharing again. I tried to find a Stranger Things question, and then I realized I was getting into some very uncertain Spoilery. ground because I've only watched two episodes of the that's, new season. That's fair. But I did, find, I did find uh, this one, that there's a, there's a theory that people have that uh, Stranger Things exists in the same universe as one specific Stephen King property. Okay. Is it Carrie, It, The Shining, or Stand By Me, in parentheses, The Body, which is the name of the Stephen King story. Mm. Now, of course, you're getting into, again, some murky ground here because, like, all these Stephen King things supposedly exist in the same universe as themselves. So if there's one, then it's all of them. But, you know, that's not how the theory goes. I'm going to say Carrie. So you said... Carrie, It, The Shining, Stand By Me. Carrie's not the car. No, that's Christine. Christine, right. I'm going with It. You're correct. Interesting. What's the evidence for that? Uh, thin at best. Um, basically, I love. Uh, it started when Bob talked about a uh, a dream that he had about a clown that sounded like Pennywise. Yeah. Was telling. Oh, the clown uh, that he specifically cites as being Will from his it. childhood. And as like people, a circus clown, he knew. And then I think people just kind of picked in some stuff. Yeah, that's there. really. Loose. I wouldn't be surprised if it also has to do with just sort of the like gang of children vibe. Well, yeah, both. but like the upside down Finn as, as a like. This other, like this yeah. portal to another dimension, right. kind of a thing. I, don't know. Anyway. I, not, not I feel like I, I could make a better argument that Carrie's powers are similar to Eleven's yeah, yeah, totally. than any than, than anything about like, well, clowns exist in both universes and creep <laughs> people out. Yeah. So therefore, these are the same. Right. I'm on my last question. I got two more. It's a good one. I have three more. What? How did this happen? I wrote fifteen. Did I skip? I also wrote fifteen. Did we go out of order at some point? Did I get numbered wrong somehow? <laughs> You... That's okay. I'll check mine really quick and make sure I didn't skip okay. one. But uh, yeah, okay. So now I regret dumping them on the ground. A number thirteen for me. Breakfast cereal from season six. Which marshmallow shape was added to Lucky Charms in nineteen seventy five? Hearts, diamonds, rainbows, or horseshoes? Horseshoes. That seems like the most mechanically challenging to make. Diamonds. And it then they got rid of it. Diamonds. Hmm. Diamonds. That was a good mislead. We're going to pause now while Emily picks up her notes that she's been throwing all over my kitchen. Cutting back from the break, we are going to... We realize that Emily went out of order at some point and asked an extra question. And so Levi and I are each going to fire one off and then we will do our last round of questions. So my question from The Princess Bride. William Goldman wrote the book like in our actual universe, but it's framed as being a book by a different author. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know who that author is or would you like some options? I know who the author is. I'll know it when I hear it, but I don't remember it. Is it F. Morgenstern, 
L. Morrison, S. M. Morgan, Morgan or S. Morgan, Morgan Stern. Stern. Okay. Yeah. I'm giving that one to Levi. I'm oh. starting to think there may have also been some uh, some point keeping errors on my end here because listen, you're sick and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we had like two very small sips of wine. Or three, three sips of wine. Why, why do you think that there's been a point keeping error? Well, because according to this, I have twenty points. <laughs> <laughs> okay and how much does everyone else have well you have 15 and levi has 13 interesting well i mean we have done yeah like we've done 45 60, questions yeah. well we will have done 60 <laughs> we've done math i definitely did start out thinking there must be something wrong here we only have, have 15, 15 questions. questions so you know somewhere in there things have gotten no and you've given points to multiple people on that number. that's, true. that's yeah. true okay so in the star wars prequels from season one all the way back in the beginning. Mm-hmm. How many planets total appear in the prequel trilogy? Like, do they spend time on or like just drive-bys and stuff? I think drive-bys, but not like... Like, not, do we not count space, Alderaan? Not space-bys. Oh, The okay. prequel trilogy. Oh, prequel. I have options for you if you'd like them. <laughs> or do you want the question? Uh, No, I, I would like the options. Okay. I'll let Alex finish counting. He's counting yeah. on his fingers. <laughs> okay, I think I have an answer, but what are the options? I want to hear your answer before you have options. We can, and then you can adjust, and that can be the competition. Okay, as of right now, I can think of nine. All right. I definitely so, could not have gotten to nine, but I trust Alex's memory. Is it nine, 11, seven, or 14? I'm going to go with 11. It's 11, because it's it's, I can count at least 10. It is 14. Dang. Interesting. There are nine planets visited in in Revenge of the Oh, Geonosha, the I forgot, which would have bumped me to 12, and I would have, okay. In, and which is the most in any Star Wars movie. Yeah, well, and because the, the big thing is that when they go through and execute Order 66, you see Kashyyyk, you see Felicia, uh, Felicia you see where Coyote Mundi died, you see where Plo Koon died, you see uh, Mustafar. Bunch. Like, literally, mm-hmm. in, like, five minutes, you see five planets. That's crazy. I was so close. <laughs> All right, last round. All right. Star Wars, again. Uh, what was the original color of Luke's lightsaber in the script slash early productions for Return of the Jedi, and why was it changed? I think that it was changed for special effects ease reasons. I think it was changed for... And I think that it was, for, for it y- was black. Okay. I think, I think it was... And they thought, that's hard to animate. I'm going to go with, I also thought that it was for special effects reasons. Like, oh, that's hard to see. We can't do that. So we're going to do this. But I'm going to change my answer to just come up with a congruent one, which is that it was blue. And then they were like, we need a different one. (laughs) Interesting. It's going to be green. So you each kind of have part of an answer. It was blue originally, but the reason they changed it is because during all of the uh, sand barge stuff, you couldn't really see it against the sky. Oh, yeah. Um, it just, it wasn't striking enough visually and they were like, oh yeah, I guess we changed the color, but they had already, they had always planned on it being blue because they were like, in this universe, we've only ever seen blue blue and red. red. I'm going to give that one to Levi because I feel like he got both parts of that right. I really did, you know, from my perspective too. (laughs) Okay. This is my last question. This is, I guess, a 90s kid question or a coming of age TV question. I guess it's only a coming of age TV question because by the time this happened, it was not the 90s. What major plot point on Boy Meets World was decided by an internet poll? Uh, Sean getting a brother, where they would go to college, where they would move after college, or Cory and Topanga getting married? Oh, I'm going with getting married. Where they go after college? Getting married. 
Interesting. I feel like the show was building so much momentum that to not do that would have been commercial suicide. Pretty pretty wild. Yeah, apparently. And it's so interesting because, A, that, you know, that's pretty new, right? When they did that. Well, that was my thought also is that the internet wasn't enough of a thing during Uh, that season. But, uh, but it's, it was also... Uh, I feel like that's such a good example of like, oh yeah, this is, you know, we're going to just check in with the fan, look at the this powerful new t- new tool we have. We'll just ask the fans what they want and then we'll do that, which as we now know is not a good way to no, make that's content. That's how Jason Todd, Todd bit the dust in Batman. Wow. Okay, folks, here we are with our final question. It's a twofer uh, and it's probably the culmination of all of our work in writing trivia questions. Yes. So, Guy Fieri, off season 4.5. What is Guy Fieri's favorite catchphrase when he tastes something he likes? Um, uh, Are there options? No, I know this one. It's not hot diggity dog, but it's something like that. Hot diggity shit. <laughs> I have no options. That's fine. I'd but rather. I could make some up. No, it's fine. No, Just um, tell us as we go. Yeah. So it's not hot diggity dog. It's not hot diggity dog. Is it wowzers? No. Is it Bazinga? <laughs> Bazinga. No. Is it Hachi Machi? Uh, no. I will also say that it is not That's Da Bomb, <laughs> uh, which is what I did see on a signed picture of his in uh, Portillo's in in Chicago when I was there recently. <laughs> That's nice. The, it was the specifically uh, their Italian beef mm. was Da Bomb. Okay. And, and it was, right? You tried it. It was, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Explosive with flavor. It's, we it's have hard to stop to, talking about yeah, food. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm very hungry. <laughs> what is it? It is. That's off the hook. Oh. Okay. I thought it was going to be something kind of dumb. Speaking of other dope stuff, Guy Fieri says. Also, real quick, check anything that we say against how we felt about him when we recorded an episode about him, because I might just keep dunking on him. <laughs> but we did talk about how We're Guy dunking Fieri, lovingly. Yeah, yeah. Seems like he's having a great time, and that's nice. Uh, what is Guy Fieri's destination? Flavortown. It's Flavor Flavortown. Town. Oh, yeah. I just made my last question. Random stuff Guy Fieri says. Oh, I was expecting more than two parts to that. That's it. I okay. liked it, though. Uh, Emily, how'd the points go after your uh, totaling mishap? <laughs> okay. Levi is at uh, 17 points. Alex, you are at 16 points. And I remained at 20. All right. Okay, Somebody okay. at home, if you keep score, let us know if that was even sort of accurate. Let us know accurate. how wrong I am. <laughs> In some Not ways, that I don't trust you to keep score, but the fact that you looked down and were like, hmm, this doesn't feel right. Well, I think it's hard to play and keep score at the same time. In some ways, we were all winners. That's so true. Yeah, I learned a lot. I'm not going to remember it until like a bar night trivia thing. Oh, oh, oh I've heard this. Listen back to this uh, to yeah. edit it. Um, I got almost all my trivia for Mental Floss. Okay, that's what just I was going to say. Just go on Mental Floss and search for yeah, whatever the topic is. Definitely a number of mine came from Mental Floss at times, but not all mine of them. Some of them I had to get creative with, or I'd like get an idea from Mental Floss and then yeah. go find it someplace else. Mine was usually from my head or um, like a matter of like looking at IMDb pages or yeah. Wikipedia and just trying to find like weird facts and how yeah. I could write plausible fake answers. Yeah, yeah writing I, fake answers is definitely the hardest part. I, I ran into a problem constantly of finding interesting facts Mm. and then being very terrible at creating (laughs) interesting trivia out of those facts it was mostly like hey let me tell you this interesting thing in the form Mm -hmm. of a question i feel like i'm okay at it but not as good as alex oh thank you all right 
that is all that we have for you guys this week. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we got to do one final trivia episode where we kind of just did literally anything we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And it makes me appreciate the variety of things that we have what covered. What we've talked all about over the place. when we talked about. Um, but come back next week. We are going to be doing an AMA episode. We do need some more questions for that. We did get a couple rolling in. But if you have anything you want to know, um, I don't think, th- I mean, if you ask something that's like deeply inappropriate, that'll be off topic. But like, there's really like not like any wrong questions here as far as I know. Yeah. And when you're listening to this, you'll need to get us those questions like, in the Very next quick. couple like, days. Like yeah. while we're saying this. <laughs> uh, but if not, don't worry. We have backup plans and, for extra questions and friends to bother. Uh, we also, so you can send us those questions on Twitter at WWTACast. But you yes. can also email them to us if you're not a person who is on Twitter or who likes to use Twitter Correct. for that, that kind of thing. WWTACast at Gmail. Yes. So yeah, reach out to us. We would love to hear from you guys. And also let us know what you thought about this episode or hit us with trivia about anything we've talked about or just fun facts that you know and like, because I do enjoy learning. I feel like I found so many more fun facts in this one than I have in others. Maybe just because there were so many more things, that so many more be. possibilities. I was like, oh, this yeah. is great. Look at these try, fun facts Yeah, trying to write like 15 questions about 22 On episodes. On your lunch break. Well, and again, about only 22 episodes is like, I'm not going to find like. Yeah, it's a little yeah, bit more of a stretch there. Uh, but yeah, so find us on Twitter at WWTACast. Come back next week for that episode. It's going to be Ask Us Anything. There's not a what we talk about to it. It's just Ask Us Anything. What we talk about when we talk about the answers to, to the questions you asked us. Yay. Now we live in Stephen King's universe. Great.